pick me up when September ends. That's right, Har. Wake me up when September ends. I've had enough. Well, I've had enough of this weather. Forget about the end of September. I mean, I feel like it's been a week of just gloom and rain. Have you had enough of Green Day, Harry? I never liked Green Day. No? No, I was never a big fan. You don't like when the drums kick in in this song? No. I mean, it's okay. You know, some parts of songs, Harry, make you reach for the knob, as they say in radio parlance. Is that right? Yeah. Some Is that like when turn they turn it down? Yeah, or like the old pr- program director would go, click. Yeah, Remember when he'd do that? Yeah, that, that was the old station He's turned you off because you were talking about something they didn't want you to talk about. In other words, something other than the Eagles. The day day after the Eagles Cowboys and you're on the show sheet five minutes in? I used to love that. (laughs) So classic. Uh, I literally walk into his office. Literally walk into his office during a break when I was working with Tony. And he'd be so upset with what Tony was doing. He'd just look at me and he'd go, click. <laughs> oh, that's great. That was his message to me to go back in there and get the old man back on track. <laughs> Harry, your job is to get your arms around Tony Bruno's personality. Yes. Good oh. luck with that. Yeah. Can you imagine having that job? That's like trying to make a snowball out of sand, Harry. Right, right. <laughs> Just yeah. slips through your fingers. That's like trying to catch a rooster. Yeah. Or like a chicken running around in, you know. <laughs> On a, yeah, you know, like a pen, <laughs> like Rocky herding cats. Yeah, that's what it was like. <laughs> Corral Tony Bruno's ADD, Harry. Exactly. You did now, not get paid enough for that. No, I, I definitely did not. Now, uh, Renee Cruz jumps in here with Thin Lizzy. What is that in reference to? I love Thin Lizzy. I have no idea. And he said, I love Black Sabbath as well. Like, where was, we Renee's was it often f- all over the place, Harry? You think, talk about ADD. Yeah, I'd like to introduce you to Renee Cruz. <laughs> but yeah, I loved uh, Thin Lizzy. I was it was it Phil Lanot? Is that how you pronounced his mm-hmm. name? Singer. The the band the leader. Yeah, he was like the bass player and the singer. He was great. Yeah. He was awesome. I actually yeah. uh, used a Thin Lizzy song as my closeout song to the uh, first day of training camp's Flyers Daily How. Har- oh yeah, it was. The boys are back in town. Oh, the boys. Ah, the boys. Yeah, the boys got housed last night, I understand. No, I didn't notice. Yeah? <laughs> so people are jumping off bridges already, some Flyer fans. It's like, it's a oh, God. Game. If you have any expectations with this crew, that's a you problem. Yeah. I, well, okay? expectations are, that is a you problem. Because that yeah. is the ultimate um you know, way to maintain sanity by realistic expectations, which you should have none. Yeah, absolutely none. I, I just, look, look I'm not the watching team. the games, but I heard a little clip of uh, Tortorella, who I love, by the way, yeah. um, talking about the first team and the second team. I think he was he was talking about in the in the practice or something, and he said so and so looked okay, but the other squad they sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I love he when he the scrimmage that. and came down from upstairs and tore him one. Is that right? Yep. He, all of a sudden, the scrimmage stopped. Both teams off the bench surrounded him as he walked down from the perch. Uh huh. And let's just say the arms were flailing. Oh, he okay. handed it to him. Yeah. <laughs> Not putting up with it. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> he is great. He is great. <laughs> it's amazing. Like he's like a really chill dude, like calm and everything. Mm-hmm. Until like he goes to that mode. Of, yeah. 
coach on the bench in the room, those kind of press conference, because he's real calm, kind of like Mikey Miss, like real calm and mm-hmm. doesn't move fast. But when they're in their like Mike in the studio or towards at a press conference or on the bench, snap, different right. guy. Right. Crazy. Yeah. Um, by the way, thank you to you, but uh, this is episode 75 of the OGs podcast. Harry Mays, Jason Martinez. Nice to meet all of you. Brought to you by the Fudge Kitchen. Um, I wanted to thank you. Why? You have no idea why. No. Because you managed to do something that usually I just do on my own. And that's to look like a total fucking idiot. <laughs> you put out this tweet about Lou Holtz getting caught on an open mic saying, why doesn't Iowa just fold their program or something? No, it was actually, it was Lou Holtz also said off mic during commercial, quote, Iowa football should stop wasting everyone's time. They yes. stink. End quote. And I said, I cannot disagree. Yep. That's why so I tweet. see that. Yeah. And, I, and I, I look at Harry Mays as a reliable source. I'm going out. I go, that is just hilarious. And I'm telling every swinging, you know what, uh-huh. this side of the Mississippi about it that I'm talking to college football about. And they're <laughs> looking at me like, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I bring it up with you here before the yeah. program. And you tell me. That's not that's not real. No, I just made that up. That was that was a, a fake tweet. Yeah, it's fake news. Harris. It's fake news that I put out there. You know, I, I probably got influenced because Aton used to do that all the time. He'd like attribute quotes to people that that didn't exist just to tweak people and to get them doing exactly what you did, like wh- telling other people, "Hey, geez, did you hear what so and so said?" And they never said it. See, that's see now you're on a path. An Aton path, by the way, Harry, which is a winding road, let me tell you. Yes. Um, oftentimes, you can't go back either because no. some of the p- parts of that road are blown up on the way after you right. pass them. Uh, but you're going down a path to get shadow banned. Oh, is that right? Well, I think I'm already shadow banned. I think I'm already shadow banned. But anyway, that was in response to Lou Holtz apparently uh, going off and giving his opinion on Ohio State's football team basically saying in other words that they're kind of soft like they're not tough enough i think was uh was basically what he was saying i I don't know if he did it on espn radio or with pat mcafee or where he but he said it and ryan day the head coach of ohio state used it as bulletin board material uh for their game against notre dame now when you're if you're taking lou holt seriously talking about a team that notre dame is playing you're you're that's a you problem because he's yeah. a Notre Dame honk. He yep. was a great coach there, won a national championship, I believe, in 1988 there. And With he's Robbie forever, Smith. he's forever yep. a Notre Dame guy. So he's going he's he's gonna be pumping up the Irish yep. and you know, taking down their competition. So, but Ryan, this is a proof that a couple of things. I learned this this weekend. It, I didn't learn it, I already knew it, but it was sort of re reaffirmed multiple times last weekend in college football that these coaches. Not only do they listen or they read the stuff, but they use any little shred of something, any tip, any slight that they can make or manufacture that somebody said or wrote about their team. They're using it as motivation. And it was three instances this past weekend where that came about. The Ryan Day thing with Lou Holtz that prompted my fake tweet. And by the way, Iowa football does suck, and they should stop wasting everyone's time because everybody gets all cr- – oh, I was undefeated. We have a whiteout. We have a whiteout at Penn State. I told you that that was going to be a blowout, didn't I? Yeah. 
Yeah, I yeah, thirty-one nothing. Forget about Iowa. But the, the Ryan Day used it with Lou Holtz. Uh, the coach, I think his last name is Dickert. Uh, but Washington State. Can't say that on the air, huh? He used a Lee, a Lee Corso quote saying us uh, Oregon State, Washington State were playing, and they're the two teams left over from the Pac-12 demolition. And he called it basically the no one watches bowl or something like that. This oh, coach that heard that. Yeah. He heard that on, on game day and used it and, and mentioned it in the post-game press conference. And then you got this guy Lanning over at Oregon, who's doing a really good job, by the way allowed his pregame speech to be to be broadcast basically he wanted it on social media so people could see it because he referenced a couple of things that some people thought were disrespectful towards Deion Sanders and Colorado but he used it as motivation these guys will use anything to motivate their squad and I think all's fair in football I, yeah. I have no problem with it if it's on the public record, if Lee Corso yeah. said it on ESPN or right. Lou Holtz said it on radio or whatever, or like you said, this other thing where, you know, the coach talking and look, Dion's got a bullseye. Oh, of course he, he does. He calls himself prime. Yeah, he wants he, he he wants the bullseye on him. Yeah, because it takes it off his players. Right, right. And and it's fine. And, you know, when you talk all that kind of smack and, you know, you've got the 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 turnover thrown or whatever they bring with them on the road, they brought it to Oregon. <laughs> you know, what all this stuff, this sunglasses and all this stuff, when you bring all that attention on yourself and then you go out and get your ass kicked, it's going to come back on you. And yeah. that's and you got to yeah. understand that. Yeah, I'm not going to go soft on you all of a sudden because, you know, you got bludgeoned right. when you're out there pumping your chest nonstop. Look, in this world, if you're out there arrogant and pushing this and and showboating and just high personality, me, 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 when you get it handed to you, people are going to celebrate. Right. And I love Dion. I think he's I, I love what he's doing at Colorado. Don't get me Good wrong. For the game. It, it really is. And I'm not threatened by it at all. I think it's fantastic. Uh, but if anybody thought that they were going to just go like, you know, 10 and two this year, that's again, that's a you problem. Yeah, they won their first three games. They upset Texas Christian on the road. And, uh, you know, the, if they win seven games this year, it's a fantastic year. He'll get to a bowl game. He's going to get more recruits coming in there to, to, you know, be a part of what he's got going. As long as he stays, as long as Dallas doesn't fire uh, their head coach and Jera calls up Dion and says, you know, I'd like you to come coach the Cowboys, you know, like, cause I could see that happening too. Come on, come on home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bring yeah. Michael Irvin with you and, and oh, let's man, go. I mean, party. <laughs> that would be some party. Yeah. Him, but I, I but Marcus Hayes was, was offended by it. I guess uh, the, the stuff that coach Lanning was telling his team, I don't know. What can you, you pull up the tweet and play the video? Can so, we play that? Um, because basically he said something like, you know, they're 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 uh, searching for clicks. We're 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 out here, you know, looking for wins or something like that. And we made it's Hollywood versus you know blue collar kind of thing. It'd be great if, if you can, could play it. Let me see if I can find it. Um, what should what should I search for in Twitter, Harry? Well, I found uh, your tweet, but I can't. Well, yeah, go to my tweet. Yeah, but Mark and I replied. replying to Marcus Hayes, and I'm blocked. Oh. You're blocked. I'm I'm blocked by Mark. Well, actually, the block is mutual. Harry, let's put this on the screen for people. Why are uh, you blocked? Um. Well, there's many reasons. Let me see here. Okay. His uh his Twitter handle is ex 
what is it? Ink stained, ink stained wretch, I believe. Yeah. So you see your tweet here, Harry. Right. I see yours beyond disrespectful in quotes. He's doing the same thing. They all do use things for motivation. Day with Holt's comments, Dickert uh, with Corsos. It's football. Um, but I'm trying, I can't see his because it says I'm unable to see this post because they limit who can see the post. And he's right here. And you can see I have him blocked. It says you're blocked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they wow. say it any bigger. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, here, here's the tweet. He said Marcus was uh, taking the Sports Illustrated tweet, which says they're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. Oregon coach Dan Lanning had some words about Colorado in his pregame speech via ESPN. And they played a video. It's about 30 seconds long. And Marcus said some people love to hate at Deion Sanders. Now, I did not take it that way. I, I think Coach Lanning probably has a tremendous amount of respect for Deion Sanders. It's just that these coaches will use anything that they can to motivate their bunch. Yeah. And I said to him, beyond, yeah, beyond disrespectful, question mark, question mark. And then he replied to my response with sad. So uh, he's not buying uh, what I'm saying here. See, he right. thinks this you ready, is you ready for the video. Okay. Here it yeah. is. All right. All right, let me let me just pause it and go back to the beginning. Yeah. Rooted in All right, can you hear that, Harry? Yeah, rooted in substance, he says. Yeah, all right, here we go. Rooted in substance, not flash. Rooted in substance. Today, we talk with our pads. You talk with your helmet, right? Every moment. The Cinderella story is over, man, right? They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. There's a difference, right? There's a difference. Right? This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Yes, sir, yes. Right? It's going to be played on the grass. Let's go. Oh, I like this guy. Rooted in, rooted He's done a great in, job. Yeah. Rooted in clicks. Yeah. Uh, rooted in substance. Yeah. They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. I don't think anything's disrespectful about that. What is wrong? I mean, I mean seriously, what are sports all about? They're, they're, they dis Your opponent's disrespecting you. Right. Right. Go out there and show, you know, like that's what sports is all about. You get, you know, who would he used that and been appreciative of Michael Jordan. Yeah. He was making up fake shit in his right. head. Like my fake tweets. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and he was using that fake narratives that he had in his head to generate competitiveness against his opponents. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, that's what it, whatever it takes. And coaches are, their job is to motivate a, a ton of young men there. Yeah. And and Dion's doing it too. Dion's doing it oh, his yeah. his way. You yeah. know, and I and I love all of it. I think it's yeah. great. I think it's fantastic. Now they're probably going to get their asses kicked again this week by USC uh at Colorado. I think they go to Colorado. But uh, you know, I mean, you know, they were 20 and a half point underdogs. I took Oregon. Yeah. You know, it, and that game was over story. at halftime. It's a good story. It is. At the beginning of the year, but it's going to be lost by Thanksgiving, clearly. Yeah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna come they're gonna come down to their level, which is probably just a little over five hundred. I think they'll probably mm -hmm. go seven and five because the Pac twelve is really good this year. You now this is the ultimate irony here, is you've got a conference that just blew itself to smithereens, and now they've got all these top ten or uh, top twenty teams. If you look at the rankings, the latest rankings of college football, we got. Uh, Washington is ranked seventh. They're the top team in the Pac-12. USC is eighth. Oregon is ninth. Utah is tenth. You've got four straight from seven the through ten. Team. Yes. Wow. And then you got Washington State comes in at 16th. 
Uh, Oregon State, who we talked about at 19th. And uh, I think that's it. Yeah. So you've got, I mean, you got half the conference is in the yeah, top well 25. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yet uh, they're going away. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's Oregon, good. Oregon State plays Utah on Friday night this week. That's going to be a really good game. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Joey B says that, uh, yeah, USC's there in Boulder this weekend. Yeah. Uh, the, the Fox Big Football Show is there again, too. He said, so lame. Fox and ESPN riding the prime wave such a clown show well you knew that tv would get all over yeah dion and all that stuff yeah now i don't think it's a clown show he's i mean he this is this is the way he does it he's trying to he's trying to set a culture there that's going to attract a lot of players there's a lot of players right now in high school that are saying man i'm opening up my recruiting again i want to go i want to go play for coach prime yeah you know this is free marketing for him yes and and he is going to do anything and that's one of the biggest parts of being a college football coach, it's about recruiting. It and is getting your name back on the front page. And Colorado has been buried next to the obituaries for years. Yes. Since yeah. uh, Eric B. Enemy was there. Harry. An afterthought. They, they yeah. Been, you know, so uh, I think, I think it's awesome. Um, yeah. But if anybody thought that, you know, three and O was going to turn into, you know, a top 10 team this year, it's not happening next yeah. year, maybe, but yeah, not this we'll year. Um, Dion may want to take that cowboy job quicker. <laughs> pretty soon yeah. the record still uh, north of 500 at this point yeah <laughs> wow so, so marcus was was upset with that i i guess he he thought it was beyond disrespectful is what he said so you know i just thought i had to comment i got no beef his, with his marcus reporting is beyond disrespectful at times what I think what's your beef uh, what's you your know, beef? it's weird it's weird between marcus and i uh we had uh, a, a disagreement on social media years ago. I called him out. First of all, I had him as a guest on a radio show that I was doing with Bobby E with Rob Ellis. Oh yeah. And he was just over the top and I ended up hanging up on him. What? No, I, yeah. And I ended up, I, I ran him here right out. Like Digger Phelps. No, you were way kinder to Digger Phelps. You just said to Digger, look, we're up against it. We got to go. Good luck with the book, Digger. Book. I hung up on him with vitriol. Why? Uh, it just uh, something he was, I forget what the, even the conversation was. It was ridiculous. And then there was a year, I think it was 2019 after the flyer season, the exit day interviews. He took this one quote from Drew and blew it up into this whole thing, but he left all the conte- context out of it. Hmm. So he took it like in the middle of what he was saying. And on its own, if you just read that, you were like, this guy, what? He doesn't want to be here. He, he doesn't get it. But when you look at the whole quote, that's not what he was saying. And it was so obvious. And he wrote this huge hatchet piece on it. And I called him out and crushed him on it. Oh, so you went after your boy G. That's what it is. Well, I had his back, but, and, you know, and Marcus didn't want to do the back and forth thing too much because I crushed him and he just went block. So I, I returned the favor, Harry. I go, you block me? No, I block you. But you see, that's the stuff you get from Mikey Miss, all this blocking nonsense. Yes. Yeah. 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 He used to come in on Monday, like we were at the Fanatic, and we'd be waiting to do the show, and we'd be sitting in the green room while you guys were on the air, and you come in. Oh. I had a block party this weekend. Oh, every like every weekend was, every weekend was a block party for Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he belongs to a, a country club that one of my buddies is a member of, <laughs> and uh, actually, my buddy's trying to hook up us all playing together. Oh, okay. So I'll play I'll play golf with Marcus anytime. Wow, I got uh, no beef. 
91 LSXers says that uh, Jason hung up on Marcus the same day John and Sean hung up on Bob Costas. Did they hang up on Bob Costas? I can't remember. I know. I remember they did. I can't remember why. Oh, they did. So that's true. That's not fake. That's not. uh, That might be fake news, Harry. I don't know. Can we get our uh, our fact check team in order over here? I just got a long media. I got to wonder why would you hang up on Bob Costas? Yeah. Are you a Bob Costas guy, Harry? I, th- I think he's really good, uh, you know, with like baseball. Not Peter Costas. No, no, no. Who the hell's that? Isn't, isn't there a golf announcer, Peter? Uh, what's his name? The Cost- oh, Peter Costas. Yeah, it's spelled Costas. different. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's spelled differently. <laughs> I'm off. He, he's no longer uh, on CBS though. They got rid of him. Oh, that's an outrage, Harry. Yeah, he's a swing uh, coach. Should actually. I pull one? Should I pour uh, out some of my uh, half and half Wawa iced tea for him? <laughs> <laughs> pour one out for him yeah um yeah. so yeah well i mean and you know the odd thing about my beef with marcus is this is that we had that beef we both blocked each other but i see him at the barn uh-huh from time to time and right we talk hey how you doing you know oh yeah civil. okay yeah. good yeah we're bigger than i don't that, like right? these beefs you know no no you, you gotta be to. bigger than the beef yeah i mean t- the twitter blocks one thing in, in the flesh it's what you're doing a job here i don't think you're doing it well but um you know the whole thing so, oh, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, but we got uh, we talk a little college football in here. We talked about USC at Colorado, Utah at Oregon State, Clemson. Did you see the Clemson uh, Florida State game? I did not. Oh God, this Clemson. They can't get a kicker at Clemson. Seriously. They got this guy. It looks like a linebacker. Where's number forty-one suited up as their kicker? And I, I understand, like, he might have, I don't know if he left the team and Dabo brought him back or whatever. It was kind of like a a, a feel-good story in some way, shape, or form. I didn't really get involved with it. Doesn't all feel I cared good about, when you're missing field goals. Uh, yeah, all I cared about was that he hits a chip shot field goal so I can cover the number. And I had Clemson uh, plus two. So they would have they taken a three-point lead, and the kid missed the chip shot field goal, and they lost the game in overtime. Wow. Yeah. So that was the Clemson game. Then the Notre Dame game at night. All right. I took Notre Dame. Okay. I hate freaking Notre Dame, but I took them because I just thought it was the right side. They're beating Ohio state. And then the final, well, first of all, they had the ball and Ohio state with one timeout left. The clock is running down. They, they call a screen pass on second and 15. And it well, it fell incomplete. It was almost intercepted, but it fell incomplete and stopped the clock, which thus did not force Ohio State to call their final timeout. They get the ball back and go down the field. And on the final two plays, which ended in a touchdown, a walk-off, basically, for Ohio State, their defense, coached by my guy Al Golden, the former Temple head coach, mm-hmm. had 10 players on the field for the final two plays. The final two plays. You don't have enough guys on the field. What is this? You How talk about a clown happen? show. That's a clown show. Who's the guy that didn't get on the field? Now, is that the coach's fault? He wasn't on the, the, the well, player the wasn't on the field or gotta, the player? I mean, the, the position coaches and the coordinator got to have the right, the right personnel package on the field for the most important plays of the game. Yeah, Jesus, that's horrible. I mean, come on. I mean, what is this? This is Notre Dame. This is yeah. not some donkey program. Right. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that would have been a huge win for that head coach. 
Oh yeah. Uh, who's home. new there. He's in his second year. He actually played at Ohio state. I like him. You know, I, I want him to succeed. And that would have been such a big win for that program. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, to go down like that, you know, plus, you know, I had Notre Dame. So that was yeah. two losses on Saturday. I had. Wow. And that is not fake news. No, it is not. Wow. Um, we haven't even touched on it yet, Harry, but the three and O Eagles coming yes. off Mon- Monday night football. And I mean, why did it take you 20 minutes to get to the Eagles? <laughs> um, but they, they win again. They, they beat the Bucks. Defense got yep. the job done. They do it. DeAndre to, Swift was tremendous again. Yep. Yeah. I mean, um, 3-0 is 3-0. I don't care how any of the games or any of the moments in games looked. 3-0 is 3-0. It is. And, and you got to feel really good if you're an Eagle fan because the quarterback hasn't looked sharp yet. Yep. Uh, really, he, has, he hasn't looked sharp in any of the games, in, in my view. Uh, and some of the play calls, I'm scratching my head. Uh, they had like a third and two the other uh, last night in the red zone and chose to throw it in the end zone instead of just getting the first down. And then they went for it on fourth and missed it, I think. Uh, you know, some of the some of the things they're doing, you know, make my make me scratch my head. But with the quarterback, he apparently had some sort of stomach flu, apparently, too, last night. Maybe that was some of the reason he didn't look all that sharp. But he's missing throws that are out there. Uh, but he has not looked sharp yet, and you're 3-0. and So you got to love that. DeAndre Swift has been tremendous. The, the offensive line is uh, – they are just so oh fun God. to watch. I just love watching those guys, Kelsey and the guards and big old Mylotta, get to the second level and just yeah. pound people. It is really fun to watch. And their defensive line is controlling the line of scrimmage, too. The they, kid Jalen Carter looks tremendous. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot to like, man. You're 3-0. and The Dallas Cowboys lose to the stinking Arizona Cardinals. How about that one? That is unbelievable. So, so you know that going into the game. Oh, yeah. That, that they take the loss. I mean, their point differential heading into this weekend was gigantic. Mm-hmm. And they lose to that team. That's crazy. Yeah. With Josh right, Dobbs you know, as quarterback. I mean, that guy's yeah. like a third-string quarterback. And he went he, he guided the Cardinals to a win over That's Dallas. Amazing. That is just tremendous. Yeah. Um, um, the, the rest of the league. What, what, is, what do you think about the rest of the league? Now, San Francisco obviously is, is – Really, really good. But yeah. outside of San Francisco and this NFC, any does anybody like remotely scare you? Yeah, I mean, Dallas is good, even though you know they had that loss and it was bad. I mean, they're they're a good team, but you know, what are they gonna be at, at the key moments of the season? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still early and so but they don't scare Their defense you. is good. Like they've got a they've yeah. got a pretty good, pretty good defense. You know who else has a good defense? Uh, is uh New Orleans. The, the Saints. Saints have a good D. Yeah, they're two and one. Yeah, they're two and one. But but I, you know, I'm I'm looking at these teams. I'm like, yeah, New Orleans is half decent. But could New Orleans come into the link and win no. in January? I don't think so. I don't think no. the Detroit Lions have would have a chance of coming into the link in January and winning. Yeah. Um, the only no. team that I think could do it is San Francisco. Yeah, because the defense is so good. And that running back. If that running back is still vertical and healthy in the playoffs, uh, and the quarterback is, you know. Uh, Purdy, who's half decent. I mean, he's got, he's good enough. Um, they could win, but yeah, I, that's, that's the, the only, that's, that's the, the only one team. team. That's the true threat. And we knew that yeah. going into this season. Oddly right. Enough. Right. Nothing's changed. In other words, now the East or the, the AFC, what am I saying? The East, the that's AFC, different. I just put a bet on the Miami dolphins to win the super bowl at plus 1200. It was at halftime of their game against Denver on Sunday. I'm like, I'm not waiting until the, 
you know, they, they ended up hanging 70 on him. And I don't know what the odds are now, but I'm like, it, it'll probably go down. So I took him at plus 1200. What do you think about wow. that? Major? Yeah. Wow. That, well, obviously you don't put a big nut of money on that because, but the payout, if you hit it is monstrous. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's not as big as it probably was uh, two weeks ago. Before the 70. <laughs> right. Right. But I, I just, I put that, uh, I put that out on, uh, on Sunday. I was like at Miller's watching it, the games. How many times has an NFL team hung a 70 spot on a team? That's gotta be I think rare. it's only happened. I know the, the Chicago bears did it to Washington way back in 85? like 1940 or something oh, in the playoffs. Yeah, that doesn't count. That was a playoff game. I think. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I think 73, they could have kicked a field goal, I guess, and, and gotten the record, but they decided not to. They didn't want to rub it in. 70 was, was enough. Sean Payton, he might. I wonder if he has any, any regrets from taking this job. Obviously, he's not, because even if he gets fired, he's going to collect all the money. So the answer is probably no. But this Russell Wilson and uh, Sean Payton thing uh, has not materialized through no. three weeks. They look no. like shit. Yeah. Since Russell Wilson left Seattle, it's like, what happened? Yeah. It's insane. Now, uh, I know they, they fired the defensive coordinator, uh, I think, Vance Joseph. To the 70 spot? Did, didn't they, did they fire him, Joey B? He's our resident uh, Denver expert. Yeah. But they got more problems than their, their defense giving up 70 points. That offense does not look right. Let, let me give you this tweet from uh, the old boss, uh, Matt Nahagian at Matt Nahagian on Twitter. He says, here are the Q. He, of course he's in San Francisco now. Yeah. Um, he said, here are the QBs. I'd take over Brock Purdy right now. Oh Here's yeah. I saw this. He goes Tua, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, uh, Jalen hurts. That's it. That's the list. Hmm. He goes, that's it. That's the list. Okay. Well, yeah. That's, that's a Tony Kornheiser reference. Yes. That's it. That's the list. He used to always say that. It's pretty funny. I did see that tweet and it made me laugh. You got, um, you got Purdy up that high? Um, I'm trying to think. think that, if there's, that well? He wouldn't take Carr over Purdy? Mm. You may no? Have to, you had to have a call with him this afternoon. Did, did he have Did he have uh, Trevor Lawrence on there? Even though they lost this past week. I, couldn't, I mean, I'd take Trevor Lawrence over Brock Purdy. Yeah. Right? He's just still there, by the way. Oh yeah. Okay. So he's still there, but yeah. they're, I think they're, they're, they're calling for his head. I guess the fan base probably is. Well, you, you give up 70 points. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not an overreaction. Yeah. <laughs> they're going, he's got to go. Yeah. But that, Mi go. that Miami offense, man, I'll tell you it's speed yeah, kills. Yeah. And as long as Tua can avoid the concussions, which he's one concussion away from maybe the end of his career, unfortunately, but if he, they can keep him from getting touched, they're going to be tough. They yeah. play Buffalo this week Ooh. at Buffalo. So you're going to find out how good Miami is. Circle the wagons here. Yeah, at Buffalo. That's a big one. Wow. That, and the Eagles was... finally play on Sunday this week. It seems like they were played Thursday night, then they played a Monday night, and we got a Sunday 1 o'clocker against the Commanders. You see, I like the you know the rhythm of their season hasn't been there yet because of these. No the Thursday and all that. I appreciate that. Just normal chalk one o'clock Sunday game. Yeah. Against a division opponent, Washington commanders and, and Josh Harris <laughs> at uh, Lincoln yeah. financial field. The, you know, the gates will be open at 7am for the tailgaters and the eight whole and thing, a half so. point favorites. They are, that seems like a lot. How much for a division game? Eight and a half. 
Yeah. These games pretty... are usually ugly. Yeah. And Washington's you know? what, two and one? They're two and one. They got they did not look good. Uh, Howell looked awful last week uh, against Buffalo. I think he turned the ball over three or four times. Uh, Buffalo's D really, really put a number on him. All right, let me give you the Eagles' schedule from now until the bye week, which is week 10 for them. So they get the win over New England, 25-20. They beat Minnesota at home, 34-20. Minnesota's 0-3, by the way. Yeah, they're cooked. How about um, that? Tampa Bay, they win last night on the road against the two road wins already, 25-11. Right. Next game, come as you alluded to, Sunday at 1 o'clock against Washington. Then they go on the road for two. They go to L.A. and then New York to take on the Jets. See, the thing that's tough about this is you're going all the way across the country for the L.A. game. and then Which L.A. team? It's the Rams. Okay. And then they get the uh, the Jets on the 15th. Okay. Um, and then they come back home to take on the aforementioned Miami Dolphins. That's Harry. a big one. Yes. That's, that's October a good one. 22nd. And they're going to be wearing the Kelly Greens that night or that day, I believe. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. And when what What's the time of that game? 820. That's a night game. Okay, so that's a night game. Yeah, they're going to yeah. be in the Kelly Greens. That's on NBC. Okay. Oh, so then, that's uh, Sunday night football. Yep. Okay. And then. At Washington on the 29th, and then Dallas is the last game before the bye at home. So okay. in that, what, six games, can they go to 9-0 and by the bye week? Or where's the slip-up with Washington Rams, the Jets, Miami, Washington on the road, and Dallas at home? Um, maybe the Miami game. Back home on Sunday yeah. Night Football, huh? Maybe. Maybe. A road-weary, perhaps? Wow. There are a lot to handle. Yeah. You can't cover everybody. You can't double team everybody. <laughs> yeah. But then after uh, no, they could the be buy, nine and oh. KC and then KC on the road for yeah. a Monday night game. Oh, so will Taylor Swift Buffalo. be there? Well, probably, yeah. Will Swifty be in the in the box? Yep. Oh, geez. Yeah, they, they can't show her enough right now, can they? No, I you know, she might be back on tour by then. She her tour picks up in South America, I think, in November. So she might be out of town. Um, but apparently sales of, of Travis Kelsey's jersey are up almost 400% after people, all the Swifties, saw Taylor wearing it in the box. Yeah, so, so that becomes now an item the, the Taylor Swift fans have to have. Right, because even though they probably don't know squat about football or even who Travis Kelsey is, so it, but is they'll she, go buy it. Is she dating him or not? I think so. I feel like we can't get a straight answer. I feel like that she was putting that box in a jersey just to continue the narrative to, to let it swell even further. I think uh, Jason Kelsey has said that that it's they're an item. I think okay. he's on record as saying it, it is true. Okay. Yeah, this Travis Kelsey's great. He could be he could go down as the best tight end to ever play when yeah. it's all said and done. But he's an attention whore. Oh yeah. He really is. Yeah, he's like a wide receiver, Harry. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, Joey B says that uh, Harry has a tw Taylor Swift countdown clock going already. Uh, no, yeah, Robbie Ellis is a huge Taylor Swift guy. Is that that right? is true. That's true. Trout. Yeah, that's Trout. That's Trout. Mm -hmm. Because I worked with him too, and uh, I think he took his daughter to the concert uh, the year that I was working with him. So Bobby E is rocking. So yeah. he's driving down in the car listening to Taylor. Right. Tay Tay. Right. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. My daughter went and saw Taylor Swift twice, both at Lincoln mm -hmm. Financial Field, like four years ago, and then this past tour. But mm -hmm. I did not go with her. My wife went the first time, uh -huh. and then she went with my soon-to-be sister-in-law, uh, the last one. So okay, well, I have not seen her. 
you know who else went recently? To Taylor to Swift. Taylor Swift. Who's that? Stephen A. What? He went to the yeah. concert? Apparently, Stephen A was was doing a humble brag <laughs> flex on ESPN. I did not watch it because I don't watch them. Uh, but he he claimed that he spent twenty thousand dollars he plunked down for Taylor Swift tickets. And he's got to throw it out there that he spent 20 grand. Yeah. Yeah. He just wanted to tell everybody that he spent 20 K he had 20 K laying around in the glove box that he could throw down on, on Taylor Swift tickets to take, I guess his daughter and her friends to see the show. And he went along with it and thought it was off the chain for 20 grand. He better been on. It better be off the chain. Exactly. Yes. 20 grand. I see. I don't like when guys pull that move. Oh, I spent $20,000. I have disposable income. Yeah. You know, uh, we know he, we know he makes a lot. He makes like what at ten million dollars a year or something. Yeah, ridiculous. I think he, is he the most is he the highest paid guy there at ESPN? Probably. Yeah, because Berman's not full time anymore. Right. I, I would hope that he makes more than Greenberg. Oh God. Well, I know Greenberg <clears throat> makes a lot of money too. I'm not a fan of either, to be honest with you. Brian says twenty k. Where was he sitting on her lap? <laughs> <laughs> no, he bought. I mean, he bought like ten tickets or something. Like he took Brandon all these. Pop. He took all these kids. <laughs> Jeez. I guess it wasn't just for him and you know his wife or something. It was like a bunch of kids. Wow. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. 91 yeah. LSXer said, Imagine Gargano singing It's a Love Story, baby. Just say yes. I don't know the song. I don't know the song. <clears throat> I don't know. I I hear enough of these Taylor Swift songs when I'm in the car with my daughter. When she goes, Dad, can you disconnect your Bluetooth? I'm like, oh jeez. Here we go. Because <laughs> she wants to hook her phone up. I don't know the songs. The only one that I the only song I can do is Anthony is the L King song. Oh yeah, remember? Uh, yeah, I like that song actually. X's, X's and, and O's. Yeah, let me give you a little Harry. Let me let oh, me yeah. bring it up here because, you know, the, the people want this. Yeah, you know they're not getting it daily right now. So, what is it? El King. El I did King, this with yeah. Mike. Mike was having a day, one time, and he's like, "You need to make me laugh." Uh-huh. So, I'm like, and he was just in one of those moods. I'm like, I got to cut the tension on this show today. Mm-hmm. So I decided on the fly to bring up the lyrics to this L King song X's and O's yeah. and bring it up on YouTube. Now, I had not rehearsed this at all. Oh, so Never... this was a this was a one take thing. Yeah, it was live on the air. It was not wow. recorded or anything. So I said I did this, and I'll tell you isn't, what happened. What's that? Isn't L King the daughter of like a comic Roger. actor? Rob Who? Schneider, Fumble. Oh, okay. Fumble Ruski. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I pulled this one off. I like this beat. Yeah, good beat, right, Harry? Good beat. Had my boy turned into a man. Told him all the things I couldn't understand. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Mikey Mish. They call me the ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember Mike that day it. when you did it, and Mike was laughing. He couldn't control himself. Yeah, I had yeah. to get a break. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, they, they call me the bow. <laughs> and didn't Anthony call the studio yeah. and That's say, "I am going, I am going to tear you apart"? Like he threatened you. Get a break. And I see H one ringing, Hotline uh-huh. One. Right. And I pick it up and I go, "Fanatic Studio," and he goes, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> <laughs> He's in his car listening. Yeah. Have me a boy turned into a man. Oh, you know what? He should have just come right in the studio. That would have been great. Yeah, I would have left. 
remember when him and I had a, had a disagreement on the air and it spilled into the break. Oh, boy. yeah. Oh, I remember that too. You told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I told him that he ran a caller. What do you mean? Uh-huh. You, know, you, you disagree with you. You got to ran him off. Let's go to a break. So we go to a break and I have a live read. So I'm sitting there doing, now let me tell you about Conquerville. Blah, blah, blah. And he is just pacing back. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right, right. And we got into it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. Did. Yeah. By that night, we got over it, though. But yeah, that, yeah. he didn't like me saying that I ran a guy. Yeah. yeah he ran a guy. Yeah. You ran him a little quick, though. <laughs> 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 let's tell uh, the people about the fudge kitchen Harry. yes uh, the fudge kitchen the original fudge kitchen is the official sponsor for not for long media and the ig's podcast a staple down at the jersey shore six locations cape may wildwood stone harbor and ocean city uh the original fudge kitchen they make everything right in the store guaranteeing a delicious product stop by and let them know that n4l sent you but if you're not able to visit in person not a problem they ship it across the usa be sure to check them out at fudge kitchens.com shipping fudge and sweet treats across the usa now as far as the taylor swift song hold on real quick i want to get to this before we change topic okay the 91 else sxer says reminded me of another moment i had with anthony he said when you made fun of anthony for hyping up that meaningless simmons three-pointer that he made in china Uh uh-huh anthony came in that day and he was floating Uh uh-huh oh yo all the shooting worked out, the shooting coach, this and that. And I go to him on the air. I go, I go, oh man, busy morning. He goes, why is that? I go, I had to put my lawn chairs out on Broad Street to save my spot for the parade because Simmons made a three-pointer in China in China. And he was rip shit pissed off. At me. Oh, oh. Well, in his defense, it was probably a day where uh, if if that hadn't happened. He would have had to just grind up eagles all day, and he and he was like probably frothing at the mouth for something else to talk about. Yeah, Cowboy so I'll stick dude. up for him. Yeah, are oh, you gonna stick up for him in this one? Yeah, I'm gonna stick up for him here. You do yeah. you do the IG's podcast with me, Harry, not Anthony. <laughs> the Taylor Swift songs that I know. Okay, you need to calm down. I know that song because it's on my wife's like playlist that she plays in the morning while she's getting ready to, for work. Mm-hmm. That one, um, shake it off. Shake it off. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, that's, that's shake a it up. One. No, no, that's the cars. Yes, which is a great song, Rico. Yes, and bad blood. I know that one. Okay. What about okay. cruel summer? That was a big one, as well. I'm sure it was a big one, but I don't know that cruel summer. Wasn't that a like yeah, a banana rama song? Yeah. Cruel summer. Yeah, I thought that was bana- I thought that was Banana Rama. Is that a remake? No, it's not. She has a different her, her version of it. Oh, cool no, I've never yeah, heard Banana. That. That's a great pull by you, Harry. Yeah, Banana Rama. Yeah, was the band that did that. I like and the Banana Rama. They were kind of hot. Yeah, if remember, I remember. The, in the video, they're wearing overalls. Right, right, <laughs> and like bop, bopping around. Total eighty song. Yes, let's go to the tape, Harry. A little okay. Cool summer from Banana Rama. Let's see, is it coming up here? Yeah, there we go. Uh, it'll, it'll come up. A lot of music. We have to get BMI licensing fees on the program here soon. Yeah, they got the bib overalls on it. And yeah, this, I think. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah there you go. Like the painter's outfit. Yeah, yeah. Sides this is like with the go go's time. Yeah, and Madonna. Madonna was big in the middle. That hair. Yep. My girlfriend at the time at Shippensburg had that look. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 
Yeah, that is yeah, not the Taylor version, but yeah. No, no, but that, that I remember that song. It was a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joey B brings up something good. He says, Harry, thoughts on two Monday night football games in the Eastern Time? I brought this up to you before the show. Yeah. I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it. One. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Eagles came on on ABC last night at like 705 or whatever it was. They have that little pregame show that lasts like 10 minutes just to get some advertising in. And I watched that and I didn't even flip over at all to the Bengals and the Rams game, which was on ESPN. I guess that started at 815. Mm. I don't understand this. Yeah. Why are you splintering audience on Monday night? I don't get it. Doesn't make any sense to me. The, the the lore of Monday Night Football, it was the entire nation is watching. Right. It was the it was the standalone game yep. that all the play and all the players from the other teams were watching it too. Yep. Yeah. I remember I remember living through that period of time where it, it was rough for the Eagles and they didn't get a Monday night game for like five years. Mm-hmm. And when they got a Monday night game, it was a huge deal. Right. When I right. mean I think Monday night football was Al Michaels, Dan Deardorff, and and Frank Gifford at the time. But I mean mm-hmm. it's a while ago, but geez. Yeah. Now, are you uh, are you getting fired up for Phillies baseball? We only have six games left in the regular season. They've got the Pirates in for three, and then they go to New York to finish things out. They just swept the Mets uh, at Citizens Bank Park. Took four mm-hmm. games from. I'm mean, I'm just amazed they got the games in because yeah, of the weather that we had. Wise. Yeah, yeah. But that this kid came up and pitched. I don't know if you saw this, uh, but this Orion Kirkering. His first name's Orion? Orion, yeah, O-R-I-O-N, Kirkering. His dad was in the stands going nuts on every pitch. This guy throws 100 miles an hour and has a filthy slider. I'm wow. telling you, man, this guy could be this guy could be a weapon in the postseason. Plus, Coming out of the pen. There's not a book on him yet. Right. Well, I, I, I happened to catch an at-bat, man. I was, I was, I was pretty impressed. Jeez. Um, I would expect you know, you, to visit Orion Kirkerins on uh, in Dublin if I was to go overseas, Harry. That sounds like an Irish pub. Oh yeah, <laughs> the name. Yeah, Orion. It's kind of cool. I've never known anybody named Orion. No, me neither. Wow. I mean, it's not O apostrophe R Y A N. It's like the wasn't there a a film company called Orion Pictures back in the mm-hmm. day? There's a Metallica song called Orion. It's spelled that way. O R I O N. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so the playoffs will begin what next week? Like well, they got week? a week left in the in regular season. And then a couple so, of days and we'll kick it and then it'll start the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I'm looking forward to it, man. The I, I did not get are, a chance to watch this. In. You know, the weather was delaying everything. I oh, okay. it was terrible. Yeah, San Filippo was down there waiting for a game to start. He's like, I think they're gonna start at six or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I was at Flyers training camp all weekend, every day, all oh, day. Great. Yeah. 57 oh. players in three scrimmages a day and you know, talking to the boys and oh, and everybody. So, no, I, I did not catch any of it. I will be uh, jumping back in for uh, the playoffs. So for, you know, the red October, as they say. Harry. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to get to one more thing because you brought this up before the show. And I think it's really interesting. Is this oh, the betting thing? Yeah. the it, What's it called? Bet vision? Bet vision, I think, is what it's called. Yeah. It's like a new uh, technology that will allow you to watch hit my alarm off. Hold on. Go ahead. Talk. It'll <laughs> allow you to watch a football game on, on a screen, but, and you can also interact on the screen and place bets while you're watching the game. So it split screens it. So like if I'm watching football and they're in the red zone, they're on the 19 yard line. Mm-hmm. 
and they say, will the team score here? Here's the live odds. I can boom. Yeah. Put all my information in my account is on my TV. I just go boom. Yes. You know, give me uh, uh, to score the touchdown at minus 110, a uh, $100 bet. Right. Yes. Wow. You'll be able to do that. It's going to have a, a, a video feed of the broadcast, including pop-up graphics with advanced stats, integrated betting odds, and on-screen wagering. Mm. So it's uh, Genius Sports is the company. And they are the, the NFL's official data distributor. And it's their product. Oh, so they have the official like geo data and everything. Right. And uh, Caesars Sportsbook and Fanatics, which is Michael Rubin's company, have begun offering BetVision and sportsbook operator Bet Rivers, I believe, who houses the uh, the Mikey Miss podcast, will also launch the product later this season. Wow. So they've been testing it since week one of the season as well. This is interesting. It says all nationally broadcast games like Monday Night Football and select regional games on Sundays will be available. I wonder mm-hmm. if this will be in other sports too, Harry. Oh, I'm sure. You know, yeah. for football, it's it's perfect because football is a play, stop, play, stop sport. Yeah. You know, um, flow sports like basketball and and hockey will be a, a little bit different. Soccer, obviously, very difficult. I mean, baseball, baseball you can do would it. be perfect. Yeah, yeah, baseball, you can do it. Bryce Harper coming up facing this left-hander. The right. data of what he does against left-handers and but would be all be there for you to help you make a more, uh, you know, make your wager with more information right at your fingertips. Now it's a lot to take in quickly. It is. Get it done. I'd be like, ah, geez, I got to change the batteries in this remote. You know. <laughs> but no, that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I, I know they talked about doing this in arena for some sports too. Like if a team's going on the power play, right? Or that. They would put the odds up there and you would have an app on your phone and you could live bet it in the, in the arena or the, mm-hmm. or the stadium, whatever. Right in, right in the seat at, at in the stadium or the arena yeah. right there. They're yeah. going to have kiosks there too. Right. On concourses to do it. I haven't seen that yet. A lot but, of, a lot of Aton discussion on the chat regarding the right? vision. Yes. <laughs> wow. Joey B says that Aton may order via DoorDash four times a day watching Russian ping pong. He may never <laughs> leave his basement. Mm. Brian Cunningham, he sums it up. That could be dangerous. It is. Yeah. That is going to be dangerous. Yeah. It's a little too easy, but, and the thing is, the question I have for you, Harry, is this, is a lot of times we watch sports to just immerse ourselves in a game and escape. Right. Now, now, sports with social media has changed that a little bit because you're also monitoring social media a lot of times to see what people have to say. I try not to do that anymore. I try not to do that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do because they want to say, oh, my God, why did he call that play on third down? Or whatever it might be, right? Mm-hmm. They, they live tweet during the game. Um, now, this element to it as well, distraction, you know, it doesn't, it's not really an escape anymore. It's almost work. Right. <laughs> it's it fun because you get skin in the game Yeah, to a level, you know, that can, and you never know what skin you're going to have in the game because it's going to happen based on situation. But, I mean, geez, this is... This is an active watch. It's not passive. It is. No, it is. This is not, it cannot be relaxing. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. There's a lot of tension, but, it, but it's, you know, the reason it's good is because you can watch a game. You can get a feel for the game, the ebbs and flows, the momentum. And, you know, this team is, you know, they're stopping them every time right now, but you might get good odds on, on a team going down the field and scoring, even though the last four times went three and out. Mm-hmm. So, yep. 
boy, the degenerates are going to become even more degenerated. <laughs> Degenerative. Yes. Me to say. Degenerative. I like that. Yes. Now, I, I went down a rabbit hole yesterday that mm -hmm. I'm known to do on Mondays. Um, music related. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with Nilsson? N-I-L-S-S-O-N. Harry, Harry Nilsson. Nilsson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was down a rabbit hole for four hours yesterday afternoon. What led you down that rabbit hole, Harry? Well, I was, I was just, it, actually, I think it was probably John Lennon. Wow. I was reading something on Lennon and reading about his lost weekend, which was really about 18 months long, where he, where Yoko allowed him to bang May Pang. She hall passed him. Yes, for like a year and a half. Wow. That's and a hell of a in, hall pass. I know. He was in expiration date on this thing. <laughs> he was in Los Angeles in the Hollywood Hills um, and hanging out with Harry Nilsson, drinking his face off, doing heroin and cocaine and all this stuff. And these guys were just like these rogues on Sunset Strip every night going, getting nuts. And then it let, led me to Nilsson's songs, which I really like. Everybody's talking without you. One, um, jump into the fire. Not the Metallica jump into the fire. Jump into the fire. No, no, not that, not that okay. one. But one song after another. This guy was a hell of a strong a songwriter, man. Well, this is early seventies, right? I yeah, this is uh, late sixties, early seventies. Yeah. Well, the Lost Weekend was nineteen seventy three to seventy five. It's it spanned okay. those years. Wow, that's one long weekend, Harry. Yeah, that's a long weekend. <laughs> Holy cow. How about that? Holy yeah. And then he went back to Yoko in New York and then eventually got shot. Yeah. So he probably should have stayed with May Pang in L.A. Yeah. And Harry. Not outside of the, uh, what was the it? Dakota. Dakota, yeah. The Dakota, Dakota right there. Yeah. Yeah, we went right by, when we were up there with the family a couple of years ago, we walked by that little area where he, where he was assassinated. He was right in the doorway there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Acro across from Strawberry Fields in Central Park. Yep, Exactly. Now, um, Brian Cunningham points out, there's a great point. You should know this. Remember, Jump Into the Fire was in the Goodfellas soundtrack. Really? It's when, it's when uh, uh, what's his name, is driving. He's, he's picking up the guns, and he's got to drop the, get the tomato sauce ready. He's going crazy, and he's all high. Yeah, he's and then high he, as a kite. He ends up in the yeah, emergency room. And, and, the, and the choppers are overhead mm -hmm. of the car, and he's watching out the window. Paranoid. That's the song that's playing. It sounds like, and what I originally thought, who this was when I first saw Goodfellas, I thought it was an in excess song because that's what it sounds like. Really? But it's okay. Jump Into the Fire by Nilsson. Let's go to the tape, Harry. Off of Nilsson Schmilson. A little heartbeat to start like Pink Floyd. Yeah. Great bass. Oh, line. yeah. That sounds like in excess. Yeah. That's a good bass line. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. He's yeah. driving around in the big caddy. Yep. And he keeps looking up. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. And then he almost back end somebody. And, and didn't he, he sell the guns? Didn't he sell yeah. the guns to somebody? Yep, in the paper bag. Yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then he went to the hospital to pick up his, his brother. And the doctor said, you know, we got to check you out. You don't look good or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he stopped great. over his goo mods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. she she was the one with all the cocaine, right? weren't they? Yeah. Weren't that where they were? They were cutting it. Yeah, I remember right? she went on the scale. Went, yeah, a big dumber. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, a little gummer. Huh? <laughs> That's classic. Well, I'm glad that you didn't um, send me down your Harry Nilsson rabbit hole. Right. Because well, a lot of times you'll go down this rabbit hole and then you find it's lonely in the rabbit hole. Right. So what you do is you suck me in. Right. And then I'm in, in, in this web of Harry yeah. Nilsson. <laughs> But see, you you don't have time anymore now that hockey started again. No, you're, I don't. You're busy, so no. I got I got oh. hockey. I got my sim racing leagues in full swing right now, Harry. Oh, There's geez. a lot going. A lot of preparation goes into this stuff. Oh yeah. You know, it just doesn't happen on its own. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up there. What do yeah. you say? All right. All right. That's uh that's episode 75. A lot of fun today. We'll be back next week. Um, we'll see what the Eagles do against the Commanders uh, coming up this weekend. Try and go four and zero. Oh. So we'll be back next week. Make sure you follow Harry on Twitter at HMazeTU, myself at Jason Mert. Leave us a five-star rating and review. we got to get some rating and reviews next week. That's yeah. So we'll do that next week on episode 76. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Someone learn, money do, cover up or spread it.